So when I was in college, I played soccer, and I loved playing soccer. And I went out and tried out for the team because it listed it as a co-ed sport, boys and girls. And so I tried out, and on tryouts day one, I realized I'm the only girl out here. But I thought maybe some girls will come in the next couple days, but none came. And then after I made the team, I realized that I was actually the first girl in that college's history to ever play soccer. And then I learned I was the first girl to ever play soccer on a college team at that level in the history of like anywhere. And I wasn't trying to make history, I was just trying to play soccer. So now I was in this like awkward position where girls were like, way to stand up for womankind everywhere. And I'm like, I just kind of wanted to kick the ball in the net, but all right. And so this particular soccer team at North Central University had a tradition that apparently went down through the years. And it's a tiny bit awkward to talk about, but you'll understand why I introduced with I was the only girl on the team. Because what the tradition was, was if in practice, somehow one of the guys took a hit to a certain region, the tradition was that all of the team members would fall to the grounds in unity to the guy who got hit in the region. They would fall to the grounds and cover their own areas and writhe in pain just to show camaraderie for the guy. So I'm out on the field with a bunch of guys, right? And this one guy takes this long kick and he kicks it perfectly right into the racking area on one of our teammates and he grabs himself, falls to the ground and all 20 men fall to the ground and then there's me. And then it happened again and again and again and I thought, how am I going to handle this long term? Like, it's great to be playing soccer and it's awesome that I accidentally represent all women everywhere on the soccer field. So the next time the play comes, I'm like, I have to have a plan. So it's now like day three or four and I'm like contemplating my plan and I'm like, okay, when, the, when, when it happens in practice today, I'm going for it. And so all of a sudden the ball comes, it, it racks one of my teammates and I too grab and fall and writhe in the ground like such in pain with my teammates. Now, I don't even have that part, but I'm like a part of a team. And when you're together on a team, when one suffers, you all suffer, right? And so I thought, what better way to show that I can be on the team than to suffer with my teammates? If one hurts, we all hurt. We're one body as a soccer team, so I thought, well, what the heck? Guess what happened? Every boy stood up, and no one did it again. <laughs> the Bible teaches us that every single Christian is connected. That every single one of us who said, I choose Jesus, I'm a Christ follower, we're all, we instantly become interwoven together as a special kind of family. The Bible refers to it as we are one body. All Christians on the planet are like one body and Jesus is the head and each of us has a special role in the body. Romans 12, five says, so it is with Christ's body. We are many parts of one body and we all belong to each other. And this is really important, this is how I imagine it. So Jesus is the head of the body and all of us are a part. So maybe Sarah, she's maybe the smile. 
And maybe Pastor Joe, he's like the big mouth on the body. And, and maybe Brittany, she's the laugh, right? And then Jeremy is obviously the hair, right? Exactly. And then um, Tom, say like Tom's the foot. And then intern Brandon, he's probably the booger. I don't know. But each of us is a part. And I want you to imagine that like Pastor Will, like imagine he's the leg. And Tanny is the elbow. And we all have a part in this body. And an elbow by itself or a leg by itself, kind of awkward. Not that helpful. Like the whole body has to work together. We're one collective body. All of us have to function together for it to work. And you too, as a student, you are also a part of the body. It's not just the pastors, it's not just the adults. Like every single one of us, no matter how old, no matter what race, what gender, what language, what part of the planet we live on, we are all one body. Here at 46, at Vineyard, at Victory Life, in Africa, in China, all Christ followers on the planet, one body. And there is an important thing that happens when the whole body comes together. Every single Wednesday, this like grouping of the body comes together here. And it matters that we come. It's not okay for us all to be gathered together, but all of a sudden the leg is just missing. That would not be comfortable. We need the leg to make the body. We need the elbow to make the body. We need you to come together to bring who you are, what you think, how you believe, how you worship, how you hang out, how you share your snacks, whatever it is that's going on in your life, we need to bring it all together. And what we do as a body is we come here and we stop everything else and we think about God. And we think to ourselves, like I said during worship, we think to ourselves, when's the last time I talked to him? What did I say? What's going on in my heart between me and God? And we, we like square up with God and we fix what's going on with God. And it's easier when we do it together because we're not alone. People will say to me, Pastor Jill, I don't have to come to church to be close to God. I can read my Bible anywhere I want. I can listen to music on Spotify for free. I can listen to preachers like 20 times better than you on podcasts for free every week. I don't have to come to church. And that's absolutely true. But do you? Because people who say that probably aren't actually doing that. Because doing that on a daily basis is hard. And it requires other people kind of like working together as one body saying, hey, how's it going? Are you worshiping? Are you praying? Are you talking to God about that mistake when you blew it last weekend? What are you, are, how are you doing? Let's go to 4640 together. Let's think about God together. Let's talk about our faith together. Because doing it by yourself is super hard. So whether you can or can't miss church, it doesn't matter. Because you won't be healthy if you do. So, Will's like the leg, right? So what would happen if all of a sudden, Will... Come on out here. Let's, let's just get Will out here. Let's imagine that Will decides that he's going to skip a Wednesday night. He's just going to kick back in his ottoman, and he's going to, I don't know, binge on Netflix, or maybe he's going to play Fortnite constantly from the second school gets out on Wednesday you know until it. Thursday morning. I don't know what he's going to do, but let's just imagine that Will decides this week I don't need 4640. I got my own thing. We're cool. I got my own life. I'll be back in a couple weeks when I feel like it. Don't be harsh on me. So what if he does that? It would be like cutting him off from the body. It would be like saying the body doesn't need the leg. It would be like amputating the leg from the body. 
He would be cut off from the love and the support of the whole body and the whole fellowship. Hebrews 10 says this, let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do, but encourage one another. This verse is calling it out. Let's not neglect meeting together because some people don't come to church very often. Some people come to 46, they say, I'm from 4640, this is my church, this is my thing, but they come to 4640 like once every six weeks or only when their friends do or when it fits. They don't come very often and so they're doing this. Let's not neglect our meeting together as some people do, but encourage one another. We have got to be here to encourage one another. What are we encouraging each other to do? Pray more, read our Bible more, worship more, serve more, give to the poor more, be kinder to the people around us. So if Will's the leg in the body and he's like, oh, I don't have to come, I don't have to be there, it doesn't matter. It's like we literally are cutting him off from the body. It's like we're amputating Will from the body. It's like we're saying we don't need wait, 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 wait. the leg. The leg is no big deal. The leg is just a small part. I don't need the leg to function and be happy. So you know what? Chop it off. It's no big thing. Ow! Ow! And Will, you will suffer if you just miss 4640. I'm suffering now. You're suffering greatly. I see much suffering. I need prayer. Yeah. I need some prayer. You think, Lord, help Will. You think Jesus can fix that? That was awesome. <laughs> All right. So if you say, you know what? I can grow in my faith without any other people. I don't need church. I don't need, you like our fake blood, everybody? That was pretty bomb, huh? I don't need church. I can do it on my own. I can do it on my own. But the truth is, we're one body. And when the leg says, I don't need the body, it's cutting itself off. When the leg decides, oh, I'm gonna prioritize sports or dance class, or I'm gonna prioritize Fortnite over church night, all of a sudden what happens is the leg gets cut off. That leg's not gonna grow. That leg's not gonna be strong. That leg's not gonna be healthy. And guess what? Not only is the leg not healthy, but the body is less healthy as well. Because we're not just here at 4640 because it entertains us. We're here at 4640 because we need each other. We need each other to encourage each other to keep moving on in our faith. And even if you don't talk to everyone in the room, which would be really hard to do, you might see someone in this room and later see that same person in the hallway and just being like, oh yeah, yeah, I saw them at 4640. Might give you the courage to take a stand for Christ that day or might remind you to pull out your phone and do your YouVersion Bible app during free reading time. Just seeing somebody wear their 4640 shirt at school might remind you, oh yeah, I gotta get my 4640 sticker because it's not just about what we get from coming here, it's about giving one to another, encouraging each other, staying connected within the body and never can the foot say to the body, I don't need you, I can cut myself right off from the body. Never works. Why do we show up to 4640 every single week? Because I've seen way too often students cut themselves off and never recover. Case in point, I've been the youth pastor here at this church for 20 
years. And so I know a lot of weird stories on you students. And there was this one particular student, and I loved her very much. I cared about her deeply. And she was one of our core students. She came every week. Every time we had the doors open, she was here. She would hang out. She would come to every conference, every, we used to do a traveling event called Amped. She'd go to kids camp. She'd go to Bible studies. She'd go to small groups. Anything we ever did, she was like the first person to sign up, always, always there. She would invite her friends. But she also loved dance. But she never let dance take over church all throughout middle school. But then she was at a competition, and she heard someone say that she had the chance to make it big. And so she thought, you know what? I'm just going to take, take this class. I'm just going to go to this summer camp. I'm just going to miss 4640 because I'm going to take these classes through the summer and go to these different camps. And all of a sudden, it came to pass that she missed from May almost all the way through to the end of a recital in November. And she kept telling me, Pastor Jay, I'm going to be back. I'm going to be back. As soon as dance, as soon as this recital, as soon as this summer camp, I'm going to be back. But time went on. She missed everything. And when it finally ended, she came one time. And she's like, oh, it feels different. I don't know everyone anymore. And never reconnected to the body. Never. Now I see her on Christmas, Easter, Mother's Day, and that's pretty much it. And guys... If you cut yourself off from the body, even if you're just like, hey, I'm just doing it for this semester for dance class, it changes the dynamic of how you feel like you connect. It changes how you feel like you fit in. And so if you've ever done that and you've come back after like a time of absence where you do that in the future and you're like, oh my gosh, it feels weird, it feels different, guess what? It's okay, just come tell a staff, tell 46 staff in a blue shirt, go like, I used to come a lot more, now you know I haven't been coming, I'm back and it feels weird. Can you help me connect again? And we will help you reconnect so you can feel tied in and never feel like you have to be on the outside. But that's what happens when you miss. You miss for a couple weeks, couple months, you will feel like you don't know anyone and you're starting over again. But come to us, let us help you because we really want everyone to be connected. So why do we go to church? Why do we come on Wednesday nights? Why do we come with our parents on Sunday mornings? Like, Why does it matter? One last good reason. Um, Jesus went to church? Think about that. Jesus is God. So when Jesus went fishing, God went fishing. Could Jesus, when he's fishing, talk to God? Yes, because he is God, right? Right. When Jesus went to the mountains, hang out with his friends, do you think he felt his own presence? Yeah, right? So he could literally say, everywhere I go, I feel God. I don't need church. He could legitimately make that argument because everywhere he went, he is God. He's feeling himself. He's feeling God, like, right? But the Bible lets us know in Luke chapter 4, verse 16, it says, Jesus came to Nazareth where he had been raised. This is his hometown where he had been raised. As he always did on the Sabbath, he went to the meeting place. As he always did, he went to church. That's what that's saying. It was his habit. It was his tradition. Did Jesus need church to talk to God? No. Did Jesus need church to fill himself up or challenge himself or grow himself? No. He went to church to share and to give of himself. Was Jesus' church perfect? No. 
Like he was in a church that was super messed up and ultimately like murdered him, literally murdered him. But he still went and he went because he knew he had to stay connected to the body. And so when Hebrews 10 says, do not neglect the meeting together as some people do, it's serious. Even Jesus who was God, who didn't need to go anywhere to be in God's presence in fullness, said, I need church and church needs me. And there is no one in this room that's better than Jesus. So if Jesus needed church, we all need church. And church needs us. And that's why every single week, some of you come every other, every third, some of you come only when your friends come or when you know there's a big prize giveaway, you come or you know someone like that. And listen, I'm trying to challenge that. And I'm saying no more of that. We are one body, we are one family. We cannot neglect meeting together. We need each other to grow. And it matters if you show up. It matters if you miss. We care and you need to care. And you need to prioritize your schedule, you need to talk to your parents, and you need to figure out how do I get myself here every week, not just when it's easy, not just when it's convenient, but I need to be in my church so I can grow. Let's pray. God, sorry for the times we like blew it and didn't come to church. Every single one of us, including myself, has gone through times where we weren't as consistent in coming as we needed to be. But right now in this room, we're at 100%. We're all here. And we thank you for that. We thank you for connecting us to your body, Jesus, and letting us be a 4640 family. We pray for those among us who feel left out, and we ask that you would help us all to reach out to them more and bring them into the inside feeling of the 4640 family. God, we pray that you would strengthen us so that not one of us would be cut off from you or from your presence or from one another's presence, that we'd all grow in our faith together. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thanks for listening to the 4640 Student Center Podcast. For more information on what's happening in 4640, you can check us out on social media and at our website, 4640gj.com. Service times are Tuesday and Wednesday nights. Hope to see you there.